Carolyn Holtzman, and this is Confessions of an SEO. Season three, these are my experiences in SEO, both as an SEO and an SEO tester. I do not repeat Google press releases and explain them to give you homework or more FOMO. I watch their feet, and I do this through testing. Even if we can't understand the entirety of the algorithm, we can learn pieces that inform our SEO practice. So if you're an independent or an agency SEO, I get you. Business owners or stakeholders who are trying to manage a team or deal with any agency, I was a local business owner and I understand your questioning to understand better. So my advice, please stay receptive. Even if you're really, really smart, you're not an SEO. Being smart doesn't replace the experience that your SEO team has. We're trying to explain some of the levers we can pull as SEOs as best we can. And you might think that you know more than you really do, because remember, our knowing which bolt to tighten comes from experience of adjusting to Google as a dynamic and volatile environment all the time. All right. Welcome to season three, episode two. No more wishing each other a happy new year. We're two weeks in. Have you changed your copyright at the bottom of your website? Uh, We all forget that unless you have that dynamic date change and good for you. Um, I appreciate the surveys that continue to come in. Your comments inspire me. And in a way, uh, you're co-creating this with me when you share your feedback. Now, there's still time. If you're a listener of any link uh, and you have two minutes and you are open to helping me, I would appreciate your feedback. The link will be in the description. It's also on American Way Media's Facebook page pinned to the top. Now, uh, there's a direct link uh, to the SurveyMonkey page. survey and I'll put it in the description. But even if you're not on Facebook, you can just go to facebook.com slash and then American Way Media, all one word. Now, I know I often joke that this is the least SEO SEO podcast. That is by design. And here's what I see in our industry. We frantically, desperately cling to the concept that there is a magic button this one thing we can do to our sites, contents, and our backlinks that can be programmatically applied, and then we're sitting on easy street, never have to sweat it again. I see it in what people who are not SEO testers say when they conclude that the secret is having H4 tags. It's not, but they will fight you to the core without anything other than one example in one niche. And the reality of what shows up or doesn't show up in the SERP repeatedly intrudes on our fantasies. And it is a fantasy, people. So instead of looking at it as things are, the message is constantly, no, wait, really, it's just over the hill. You just need to wish for it harder because if you were a good SEO, you'd be like these guys over here. And they speak with such confidence Let's just ignore the fact that we continue to confuse confidence with competence. So we constantly fuel this fear of missing out, this SEO, FO, FOMO. That's a lot of letters. You know, and I think biologically, that dynamic is what causes us so much stress, as if Google isn't stressful enough. We're constantly, that that part of our brain where we they call it the fight, flight, or freeze, you know, more often than not. It's just possible that that is extremely unhealthy. And I'm saying that with a large dose of sarcasm. You know, 
the concept of constantly that whatever we're doing, it isn't enough. We don't know the secret, but others clearly do. They tell us so because therefore it must be true. And that elusive magic button sailing the serps that taunts us like Moby Dick and Captain Ahab. And here's the thing. I, I, I might be on my, a new rant. <laughs> in the early days of digital marketing, there were a lot of holes in the algorithm, right? There were hacks that when applied, they made people mad money. And in turn, eventually, all those hacks turned into future penalties. The, the one big secret that a lot of those early marketers held close to their vest, that while they were showing people how to write ebooks on specialty topics and get people on a on this thing called the Google to buy them. Do you know what they were doing? They were going around to businesses and telling them they could make their sites and optimize them way before the rest of us knew that it made sense for businesses to get on the Google. All right, so I get it. It makes sense that it, it kind of hangs around us like a hangover in the morning after. And here's the thing. I don't want to contribute to that zeitgeist. I love SEO. I love SEOs who are diligently working to make their clients' businesses grow and to minimize the impact of Google's core updates on those businesses. And here's what I'm going to share is my perception of things. And, and this is what I've been learning about myself. You know, what kind of SEO am I and what kind of SEO I am not? And, and I see that generally in, in high-end SEOs, there, there typically are two. And I'm going to talk about the approach to the batter's box. And there are many what I call almost like executive SEOs, right? They strategize. Now, these uh, may be people who've been in SEO for a while, and they've kicked ass. They worked hard. They climbed up to a level where they have teams, and basically over the years, by delegating so much of the work, they have unfortunately, isolated themselves from the front lines of search engines. I know that's kind of blasphemous, isn't it? Um, they strategize, they confirm it's worth digging, and then they pass all of that onto a team to implement and let the team get granular with it. Now, that last part, <clears throat> that last part is where I separate from the pack. Because to me, there's nothing more fun than implementing a strategy with my own two hands. Down in the weeds, you know, one false move in this HD access file and you're dead. Now, <clears throat> I love to strategize. My only struggle with the executive SEO part of me, um, <clears throat> the strategy point is, is where the SEO stops being business from a numbers point of view. Now, I know, um, and again, I think for the longest time, um, I would hear that kind of like, you have to move up, right? You have to move up from the site and, and be as far away from the site eventually as possible, that that's a sign of success. <clears throat> I don't, I disagree with that because, um, a lot of the time it's all about the least amount of leverage to get the greatest amount of benefit. Now there's, there's a time and a place for it. Don't get me wrong. Um, it makes sense, but what if we're staring at a situation where the greatest amount of benefit relevant, I guess, uh, 
related to, the least amount of effort. What if that is not sufficient to cause benefit to the companies we're working for? What do we do then? You know, I, I know that I don't view it as a signal of success that I can stay in the strategy and hand off everything to something else to figure, you know, down in the weeds how to implement it. I want to be on the front lines. I don't mind the repetitive grinding work. My success has come from not being too good or too scared to risk a repetitive strain injury to take, to take the strategy down to that nitty gritty of more words on a page and more better words on a page. For instance, I'm, I'm working on three national brands and there are multiple locations, GBPs and such, and these are in major cities. And you'd think one domain per brand is the same as just having one client. But once you add in all the local, it's like having over a hundred clients while onboarding 25 to 50 more every quarter. There is always something. And I do have fun with the work. In my experience, that doesn't happen um, kind of unless you're working on a local level, manually, on the page. And yeah, that is not the sexy part of SEO. I get it. But I come back to the fact I know what kind of SEO I am. I did try that executive piece and to be removed from the practice of SEO. And I was miserable. Yes, it takes time. And it takes time to apply that elbow grease to each location. So I sometimes have to temper my desire to clean the entire house in one go to decluttering every location to a phase one level and then going back uh, so I can go to town, so to speak. You know, it also gives time for backlinks to kick in. And maybe, you know, then it's, it's a smart business move to only focus on stubborn locations. All right. I lose my patience when SEOs who no longer do their own work, but they understand SEO in a general fashion and make statements based on past successes. And it looks like the words to me are scaling up. The very fact, in my opinion, that someone can think you can scale the grind at this time tells me that they have lost their pulse on the local SERPs. So all of this to say, I, I understand what kind of SEO I am and that I am, I am in that shared portion in, in the Venn diagram between, you know, executive SEO strategy work and the actual work required to succeed for clients. I'm impatient, but my impatience doesn't lead me to believe that there is a magic easy button. I don't think there's a way to scale manual tweaking for local on these massive data-driven sites. Since let's look at it logically, the effort to rank in Orlando, Florida for a business with a high value client is going to require more firepower than the effort to rank in Eustis, Florida. I don't want through this podcast to contribute to making every SEO feel like they are behind the ball, that they are losing ground because they haven't found the easy button. I don't want to contribute to that fallacy. I want to call it out 
and say, this is a FOMO-free zone. Now, that doesn't mean it's not a fear zone because I understand it's scary when in something this important to businesses, to our economy, that we can't just push a button and get the results we want in this day and age. Now, to quote Sean Connery from The Untouchables, what are you willing to do? I know I'm ambitious in my SEO. I also know that I'm impatient, but I'm also realistic. It is not feasible to take the grind out of SEO right now. And in today's SEO world, the game, especially in the high value niches where multiple aspects are being leveraged like these massive sites. I've said before, massive sites, as they come out of the box, they are the way to scale to mediocrity, AKA page three. For now, as of today, the opportunity in the on-page is the journey from page three to page one. My wish is that we enjoy the ride. All right, I'm going to step off my soapbox now. Remember to catch the Crawl or No Crawl reports. These daily videos are being pushed out on the channel and they are directly out of the indexation research project um, where I test new content. Right now, it's every day um, to see how long it takes for Google to index or if Google is is uh, taking in new content at all. Sometimes they take it in, sometimes they don't, they don't serve it for a while. Um, January's forensic uh, SEO live training course starts next week on January 19th. If you are interested, check it out. You can go to forensicseotraining.com. Thank you for being a listener. I hope you'll come back and bring a friend. Thank you to the sponsors of Confessions that help support this work for themselves and others. Thank you very much for your support. It's been my pleasure to be with you and I'll see you in the service.